Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at lightsoutxf.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes or fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to lightsoutxf.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that demystifies history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're looking at the birth of a modern legend that's enthralled tourists and cryptozoologists alike for nearly a century. The one and only, possibly non-existent, Monster of the Loch Ness. The day was May 2nd, 1933. Scottish newspaper The Inverness Courier published an account of a local couple who claimed to have seen the legendary Loch Ness Monster. The story, titled Strange Spectacle on Loch Ness, marked the first reported sighting of the creature in modern times. The article referred to the mystery animal as a, quote, fearsome-looking monster, and that was a first as well. The use of the word monster is likely why London newspapers picked up the Courier's story, and also why it was eventually reported internationally as well. The classic film King Kong had premiered just one month earlier. It was still fresh in everyone's mind, and as a result, people around the world were captivated by the idea of a real-life monster. The Mackay couple's sighting made Nessie a global phenomenon, but in Scotland, reports of a giant underwater creature had been part of the country's culture for at least 1,500 years. Loch Ness is a freshwater lake located in the Scottish Highlands southwest of the city of Inverness. It stretches roughly 23 miles in length, 
and reaches a depth of nearly 800 feet. The earliest known reference to a strange creature living in the lake is a carving from the 1st century, around 500 AD. At the time, the Scottish Highlands were home to tribes of heavily tattooed people known as Picts, or Painted People. In addition to painting their bodies, they also carved pictures into a series of standing stones near Loch Ness. Animals were one of their favorite subjects, and although most of the ones they carved are easily recognizable, there is one exception, an unknown creature with a long beak or muzzle, a strange protrusion on the back of its head, and flippers instead of feet. The earliest written reference to a monster in Loch Ness came a century later in a biography of St. Columba, the Irish missionary credited with introducing Christianity to Scotland. As the story goes, Columba was on his way to visit the king of the northern Picts in the year 565. Along the way, he heard about a huge beast that had been causing trouble in Loch Ness. When he stopped along the lakeshore to investigate, he spotted a massive beast out in the water. It was getting ready to attack another unsuspecting swimmer, so Columba raised his hands in the air and commanded the creature to relent in the name of God. This supposedly did the trick. The creature backed off and never bothered the locals again. Prior to the 20th century, there were about a dozen other references to large beasts in Loch Ness. Some of those accounts borrowed elements from another story from ancient Scottish folklore, the myth of the Kelpies, or water horses. These malevolent steeds were said to lure young children into the water by inviting them to ride on their backs. Any kids who took them up on the offer were then carried deep underwater and drowned. Over time, the line between mythology and reality gradually began to blur until the accounts of a creature in Loch Ness were more like eyewitness reports than fairy tales. That was certainly the case with the sighting in 1933. Early that year, a new road was completed along the shore of Loch Ness. It gave drivers a clear view of the northern side of the loch for the first time, and that's how Mrs. Aldi Mackay and her husband were able to spot Nessie while driving home. In the May 2nd edition of the Inverness Courier, the couple's sighting was described as follows. On Friday of last week, a well-known businessman and his wife, a university graduate, were startled to see a tremendous upheaval on the lock, which previously had been as calm as the proverbial mill pond. The lady was the first to notice the disturbance, which occurred fully three quarters of a mile from the shore, and it was her sudden cries to stop that drew her husband's attention to the water. There, the creature disported itself, rolling and plunging for fully a minute, its body resembling that of a whale, and the water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. Soon, however, it disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Both onlookers confessed that there was something uncanny about the whole thing, for they realized that here was no ordinary denizen of the depths. Apart from its enormous size, the beast, in taking the final plunge, sent out waves that were big enough to have been caused by a passing steamer. The watchers waited for almost half an hour in the hope that the monster, if such it was, would come to the surface again, but they had seen the last of it. After the couple's sighting went global, more reports of the Loch Ness monster were quickly reported. 
Another couple said they saw the creature on land, slithering across a road near the lock. Not long after, the London Daily Mail dispatched a big game hunter named Marmaduke Weatherell to track down the monster. He never bagged his target, but he did claim to have found Nessie's footprints. This discovery generated more stories in the press and prompted a British circus to offer a £20,000 reward for the animal's capture. The announcement sent hundreds of hunters and fishermen scrambling to Loch Ness, along with an even greater number of tourists. Eventually, though, the footprints found by Weatherell were proven fake. It turned out that the big game hunter had fallen prey to someone else's prank. The tracks he found had been planted, and they belonged to a stuffed hippopotamus foot, not the Loch Ness Monster. Public interest sank once the hoax was uncovered, but sightings of the creature continued to be reported, and in 1934, someone even claimed to have taken a picture of the beast. This now infamous photo was submitted to the Daily Mail by a reputable London surgeon named R.K. Wilson. It showed a dinosaur-like creature with a long, slender neck rising up out of the water, and for many, it was the first compelling evidence that Nessie actually existed. The murky photo led many to speculate that Nessie might not be a monster at all, but the last surviving plesiosaur, a species of large marine reptiles believed to have gone extinct during the Jurassic period. That theory technically still stands, but the photo that gave rise to it was ultimately debunked 60 years later. It turned out that the surgeon's photo had been staged using a small toy prop, R.K. Wilson had been persuaded to sell the photo on his own, but the man who actually took it is believed to have been none other than Marmaduke Weatherell. The Daily Mail had ridiculed the hunter following that unpleasant business with the hippo foot, and Weatherell allegedly got his revenge on the paper by making them fall for a hoax just as he had. The plan worked a little too well, though, and the truth about the photo wasn't uncovered until 1994 well after the deaths of everyone involved. Of course, the revelation about the 1934 photo did little to discourage either tourists or Loch Ness Monster investigators. Over the last 90 years, there have been dozens of expeditions to find the legendary creature. Some have been carried out by amateurs and others by professionals, including those at several British universities. So far, though, there's still no conclusive evidence of a large aquatic animal living in Loch Ness. However, there are still between 5 and 20 new sightings of Nessie every year. Are all those people lying like so many others before them, or did they really see something that everyone else has missed? For many true believers, now and in the future, the best way to find out is to head to Loch Ness and try to catch a glimpse for yourself. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
What's up, guys? This is Sean Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at lightsoutxf.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to lightsoutxf.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design. All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros.